the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. City's source for business and investing news. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A federal judge in Florida has offered a compromise trial date for Donald Trump's classified documents case. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. Trump's legal team requested that the trial be delayed until after the 2024 presidential election, while federal prosecutors wanted the trial to start this December. U.S. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon essentially split the difference in announcing May 20th next year as the trial date. That's Greg Cluxton reporting. Phoenix is on its way to becoming the first major U.S. city to reach an average monthly temperature higher than 100 degrees. We've crossed the 110 degree mark again, and so this is now our 22nd straight day uh, with temps uh, at least reaching 110 degrees. Those comments yesterday afternoon from National Weather Service forecaster Ryan Worley. More hot weather in the forecast for today and tomorrow. This is SRN News. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on The Fizz 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440 second hour today on a beautiful July morning. Um, I was impressed a couple nights ago. Uh, I, my wife and I have uh, long uh, have long uh, been active in our community, uh, keeping track of things that happen in terms of policy. I serve on a couple of I currently serve on a couple of uh, regional. Uh, public boards here in, in here including uh e- for economic development and for the uh, St. Cloud Regional Airport and i am um, 
So I try to get out and get myself uh, educated, and certainly one of the places you go to do that is a is, is by uh, reading things that come from a think tank. Um, and these folks uh, from the Center of the American Experiment, you've heard folks like John Phelan here multiple times. Isaac Orr's been on the show a few times. Uh, uh, Ketrin Wigfall's been here once, I think. But I've never had Bill Walsh on the show. And I've probably known Bill, like I said, except for except for Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, OG uh, John Hinderocker. I've probably known Bill longer than any of the others uh, that are that are there. And it's like so. A, I see Bill Thursday night making this fantastic presentation about what happened in the Minnesota legislature, and my thought is, how do I not have Bill on the show? I got to have Bill on the show. So, of course, I went up to him right after, right after his presentation. Of course, he said yes, and he's here with us right now. Bill Walsh, Communications Director for the Center of the American Experiment. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. and It's, it's great to be with you again, King. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever had you on the radio show. Well, you you have a business, economic, you know, intellectual yeah. focus. I'm, I've been more of a hack over my career, so, you know, no <laughs> hacks allowed, right? Well, I, I try to stay. I say that endearing. It's not. It's a compliment. I'm a, I'm a political hacker. I have been in, in my past. So. Well, yeah, but that wasn't hackery. What you did up there. In fact, I wanted. I want to tell right. you two things that I observed. Right. First of all, uh, you were very, you were very meticulous about saying, "Look, I'm just trying to present you what the facts are here," and I thought you did it did very well, even when you had an audience that clearly wanted to talk about the politics. You kept steering them back away from it to say, "No, look, we're here to talk about policy. Here's the policy. Here's what they've done, right?" Oh, right. We're, we're a five hundred one c three of nonprofit right. organization. We're nonpartisan. We we don't do elections. We don't do you know. We kind of look. Look, here's what happened at the legislature. If you don't like it, go. You can take steps to change that. That's not our game. There are others that do that. Uh, that's right. not what we do. So we just try to present the information. We certainly have a conservative slant. We're not. We're not ashamed of that. We're not afraid to say that. Um, but but we don't do vote for or elections. And so it, right. people are looking for solutions, and you know we we try to provide ways to get involved, ways to influence the process. Certainly, um, but not not at the ballot box. Yeah. So Bill, I, the other thing that was true was I'm sitting in a, in a in a ballroom in. Uh, in St. Cloud, in downtown St. Cloud, on a on what was a really nice mm-hmm. uh, day in in St. Cloud, uh, July uh, Thursday evening, there are activities happening around town, but a hundred people are sitting in this ballroom with you, and yeah, and, we, we had a we, we had great. a great crowd, we had a great crowd this week uh, in St. Cloud. We had ninety one signed up, and then some of those ninety one don't show up, but then another fifteen or twenty came in. To get us to a hundred total, we were in Brainerd earlier that day. We were in Bemidji and Grand Rapids the day before. We were in Duluth and Hinckley, and the crowds have been really good. Um, there's there's an there's a kind of a hunger or a, or a quest for like what happened. Give me the comprehensive what happened. I watch the news. I I see you know on TV what happened. Maybe a thing or here, here or there, but. This has been a, a, a great um, presentation that, that's connected. We didn't think it would. We really didn't have that high expectations for this this tour. We did critical race theory a couple of years ago, you know, kind of a hot political topic. And that thing just, we had fat packed rooms everywhere we went. We didn't think we'd get that. But, but there seems to be an, an interest in what happened at the session. Yeah, and I'll say, and, 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 good, and, and uh, soothing to the soul of an old academic, I'm watching people in the room taking notes. Yeah. I have not. That does that amaze you? I mean, I'm just going to say, is, is that that has that happened to you before? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, a lot of our presentations are noteworthy, and then and then people ask for the yeah. follow up, like, where can I get your slides? Can I can I get more information? Of course, we're a think tank. We we create content. That's all we do. So we we have an easy answer there. AmericanExperiment.org, by the way, full of all the content. And this presentation that we're giving will be online at the end. We don't want to put it up until we're done with the tour because we want people to come in person. But as soon as it's over, we'll have a good video of it up there and then plus the slides and all the information. So, so I, I've already posted the teaser, the video you guys did before you started the tour at, at, on our, on our uh, Twitter feed uh, using the hashtag PoundKBRS. Uh, and, uh, of course, their Twitter feed, the, the Center of American Experiments Twitter feed is at MN Think Tank. Uh, and if, if you are on Twitter and you haven't followed it, Fix that, okay? I'm just going to say that's something you should fix. 
So, Bill, let's get to the meat of it, okay? Yes. I'm an economist. I'm concerned about about the health of the economic health of my state that I live in. What happened in the last legislative session, and should I be more or less concerned about the health of this state? Well, I think you can, you should be more concerned. Uh, you know, the we collected too much revenue. Um, the surplus, you, you know, your listeners know, $17.6 billion budget surplus. And we didn't really go in the presentation and where that came from or why it's there, but it goes back to pandemic, federal spending, and, um, you know, attempts by you. You can explain it better than me. Attempts by the federal government to, to ward off inflation and just so much money in the system that eventually shows up in income taxes, Um and collected, and then and then the state has a seventeen point six billion dollar budget surplus. Now, smart people would have understood the temporary nature of that surplus and not committed all of it uh, and and future money to the to the budget. But they didn't do that. They they really accounted for every last dime. And we break the surplus down roughly one time money that's kind of already been collected, already in the bank for the state. But twelve billion of it was one time could spend on one time things. But $5 billion of it was projected. You know, we think this is going to come in in the next few biennium. Um, and so you can, you can plan to spend it because we think it's going to be there based on tax uh, collections. Um, but they, they just accounted for it all, and they, then they went beyond that and raised taxes. So what, what, you're, what you're left with is a budget. We'll just do the biennial numbers, the two-year budget. The one we just finished was $52 billion general fund for the two years. The next one, with all that one-time spending in it, balloons to $71.5 billion. And then when the one-time spending is gone, it comes back to $65.2 billion for the 26-27 biennium. And then just kind of plan on that growing from there. So the base budget grew a lot. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, what, what, what does that mean? I mean, what, when the state government spends so much, you know, um, is it sustainable, I guess, is the first question, right? Well, and that's the point, Bill. Uh, uh, it is that is that well, the number I kept asking throughout the late spring, and, and again, I I talk like a guy that's been in the legislature. You served on legislative staff, so you yep. you, you you know the the lingo as well. I kept saying, "Tell me the tales. What's the tales?" Which you just mm-hmm. gave us. You told us how much additional spending is implied for the next budget. But I think even worse, Bill, and per- perhaps the, the first place to talk about the long term damage that this does is. They've put spending on autopilot by by making a lot of it uh, adjust to inflation. Uh, that is something that the legislature and, and the state of Minnesota has long rejected. And I don't think this right. has been covered enough. <laughs> right. A couple different places. But the, the big one is the K-12 education funding formula. I mean, that's right. always a big argument at the Capitol, right? I mean, they, they you know, Democrats, Republicans, doesn't matter. People love to spend money on schools. It's popular. And so we do that by putting money on this per-pupil formula. That's how we fund schools. Well, they put that formula on an, on an autopilot inflation adjustment. And, you know, your show would understand it better than others, but, I mean, it's a weird – it's not necessarily inflation. It is CPI, thank goodness. Sometimes they use this implicit price deflator. I know, I know our John Phelan has written about that before, yeah. which is a kind of a government index inflation that I think is just – it's like the car, the dog chasing the car, and it never catches up. Again, you could explain it better than me, but, but yeah, they actually yeah. use CPI, but it's not really CPI because if it's a, it's capped at three percent a year, so it, and it's kind of a, like this band of inflation between two and three percent. Um, so, but nonetheless, it's going to go up between two and three percent, assuming inflation is at least two percent. It will go up between two and three percent every year. Um, without the legislature taking a vote and making it a priority, which is what we elect them to do, right? <laughs> Make right. decisions every two years on what the priorities are. Well, they just took that one out of the bag because it's going up no matter what. Right. So it's sort of, it's, I, I, someone says, so why does that matter? Shouldn't we make an adjustment? I said, no, frankly, it's sort of like the extra innings of a baseball game now where they have the, they have the uh, ghost runner at second base. Yeah. Um, right. They, they, they don't have to lift a finger to raise the first 3%. And indeed, if you, if, if there was a, a majority in the legislature that said, that said, you know what, we can't afford 3%. We need to do, we need to do one or zero. Um, you would be accused of cutting education. 
right? So so well, it, it truly is, it, you know, you're the communications guy, right? So I'll give you the compliment yes. back. They've really changed how you're going to be able to talk about trying to hold a flat budget. Well, right, and all this matters when there's a deficit. And I say when because the, the state and the economy will change. The, the revenues will not come in the way they've been coming in at some point to meet, meet expectations. And then you'll have a deficit, and the legislature will be full, faced with, well, what are we going to do? We can't spend as much as we spent the last year. We have to spend what they think the projected uh, revenue is going to be. Well, we can't touch education. That's going up. That put, puts tremendous pressure on the rest of the budget or just pr- tremendous political pressure on those legislators to undo the inflationary adjustment, which, which is going to be very hard. And they know this. The, the, the folks driving this are the, the education car- cartel, I call it, you know, the, the unions mm-hmm. and the and the public, uh, the school board members, not members, but the school board association. So they know this. They, they're getting their piece guaranteed and then let everybody fight for the rest of it. The bottom line, though, is at the end of that discussion, with, with if you don't have strength, you're going to go to tax increases to solve it. It's going to be much easier to just go to a tax increase of some sort to, to make the budget balance. Um, and they're just, they're just taking, they're taking a lot of tools out of their toolbox in the future by putting things right. on inflation. I agree. I agree. Let's take a break here. We're talking with Bill Walsh, uh, communications director for the Center of the American Experiment, uh, talking about what happened in this last legislative session and what does it mean for the economic health of the state of Minnesota. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. You cannot keep it long, it seems. But Tigolo and Tigolette still sing a song and dance along the boulevard of broken dreams. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia, and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world... There's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com.
There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Well, I'm worried that Minnesota's going to go from riches to rags uh, We're not careful uh, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440 Visiting uh, this half hour with uh, Bill Walsh Communications Director of the Center of the America Experiment which has been out doing uh, doing a series of uh, talks um, uh, about uh, what happened in the last legislative session uh, 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 titled uh, uh, "Going Off the Cliff." Uh, I have it. I have the uh, video of the the teaser for this thing posted. But but, but Bill, um, where are you guys going to be next week? Are you st- are you still on tour? Yes, we'll be in uh, Moorhead on Tuesday. And in Fergus Falls, Tuesday nights, and then Alexandria uh, for lunch on Wednesday, and Eden Prairie. I can't remember where Eden Prairie is. I think it's Wednesday night, Eden Prairie. All right. Well, and then good. We're adding, we're adding some locations. So people, uh, people, you know, go on our Twitter account. I, I put a question up there the other day. Where should we go next? Uh, I think we just added Edina. We're adding some uh, suburban locations because the demand has been great. We've been filling rooms with 160 people, 130 people. We had 100 in St. Cloud, like you said. So Yeah. Why not keep going if the demand is yeah, active? yeah. The room the room was full. The room was active. You had and uh, there was great conversation both before and after after the event. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if you live in one of these places where you can go see this, I encourage you. Uh, it's a it, it, you know <laughs> you know there was food uh, and yeah. you get you get you get food. You get to talk with people who think like you do, and you get in and in one hour. And good for you. You actually, you actually stuck the landing. One hour exactly. Yes. That thing was done. And and I had, I had something at seven, so I was super glad that you that you guys did it so well. well. I, we try to do that, and you know, Katrin and I, we've, we've been different people have been partnering up on our team to do this presentation. And I always take the first part. Katrin has got hers down to twenty four minutes. Mine's at twenty three or twenty four minutes. We do Q and A for like eight minutes and have a little fundraising pitch at the end. So. The two of us were really good at it. I can tell you that when Bill Glan and I do it, we go way over. When John Hinderock <laughs> does it, we go way over. Well, well, because I like both gentlemen, I won't say what I'm thinking. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bill, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I, I, I love them both. I love them both, but they're right. more like an academic like me. They, yes. you know, yeah. You drop it. You drop a dime on them. They're going to go for a while. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, uh, we're, we're talking with Bill Walsh from uh, the Center of the American Experiment uh, and AmericanExperiment.org, which I encourage you to go to. And I also want to encourage you when you're there, um, people can still sign up for copies of Thinking Minnesota, your uh, quarterly magazine, which I think is is perhaps the, the, one, the one thing I really look forward to in the mailbox these days, since it seems like all I ever get are, are 9 by 12 cards uh, advertising some dentist. Um, right. I just got mine right. yesterday. Uh, we got the latest copy is is out. I can tell you that this presentation began as a, a long piece in the magazine. So yes. there's a long li- written narrative in the magazine that is essentially this presentation um, yeah. in 2,400 so, words. So you can see it first in the magazine. So we focused, uh, Bill, mostly on just just now in the last segment on sort of the the, the dollars and so forth. But I think as important as that in your presentation was sort of the, the the regulatory changes that really are going to impact the ability of Minnesota businesses to grow. Um, we could take I, I got about six minutes left with you, and I just I, you could you could do sixty, right? But pick yeah, one. Yeah. What one would you what one would well, you focus on, or what do you hear the most about? Paid family leave for sure Absolutely. is going to be the, I agree. the biggest change to the economy and to businesses and all of us. Um, you know, and again, it, a lot of the policies sound great. You know, we should offer paid family leave for families to take care of a loved one if they're sick, to have a pregnancy. And, you know, not every company does that, although many Minnesota companies have very generous paid family leave programs. 
So this is going to be a new program from the state, operated operated kind of um, like unemployment insurance. So there'll be a fund. There'll be an insurance fund that everybody's going to pay into. Well, I should, I should back up a second. The state seeded that fund with $666 million from that surplus, that one-time part of the surplus. So they started the bank account because it's an insurance fund. You need a lot of money in it. So there's there's surplus money in there, and then everyone is going to pay a 0.7% tax on their on their payroll, divided equally between the employee and the employer, um, like Social Security, you know. So it'll be 0.035 mm-hmm. for the employee, 0.035 for the employer. Um, that'll go into that fund, and then when you need to take leave up to 12 weeks a year, um, you can you can just request leave from your boss, and then go sign up and get get a get a check from the fund. It won't be 100% of your income; it'll be a portion of your income while you're on leave. And again, sounds great, sounds sounds compassionate, you know. But really, there's no exemption for small business. That's the biggest one of the biggest problems in this thing. Is it doesn't matter how small you are. So imagine a shop with five or six employees. Um, no matter what they're doing, and one of them wants to go on paid family leave, that's great. We support you. You're going to kick in the state fund and get paid. What does that employer do to place that person for 12 weeks? I don't think they took that into account at all, and that's what we heard from from businesses. So we have no idea how this is going to work. It's going to take a few years to, to get implemented, um, but the tax is going to start right away, of course. <laughs> we'll all be taxed immediately to build that fund, that insurance fund, and, 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 you know, the, the honest truth is, as this bill went through the process, it was it was many, many committee stops before they had a fiscal note. Again, that's some legislative lingo, but th- basically the, 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 the state saying how much this is going to cost and a, 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 a detailed research memo on what it's going to cost. They finally got a fiscal note, but then about halfway through, then the bill changed dramatically after the fiscal note and they never redid it. So I can tell you that they really don't even know how much this is going to cost, and we certainly don't know how much it's going to cost, and it's going to disrupt. It's going to disrupt the economy. You know, it's going to be. You, you tell me. I mean, you're, you're the economist. I mean, I, I predict lost jobs because of this. I mean, they're going to have to. Businesses are going to, have to figure out how to get through this. There'll be fewer people working, um, and, and being able to take family leave. Yeah, and 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 what I've heard, I I I talked to one particular business owner. Um, and she has definitely been was supportive of the majority party uh, and talked mm-hmm. to the people that she had personally supported and said, I don't know how you expect me to live with this. I don't know how I'm supposed right. to manage my manage my, my business in this way. I think she's got about, I don't want to say, tw- maybe 20 employees, certainly would qualify as a small business. And, and, and you know, I, there's going to have to be a lot of regulation that comes in. Bill, one of the things that I found fascinating about your piece was talking about the expansion of of government employees as a result of this. Um, yes, yes. They, they tell predict, tell, tell people four, about this. Go ahead. They, they predict four, they predict four hundred new employees to run this uh, this agency that's going to handle paid family leave. Um, My God, <laughs> we're 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 nervous about this. It's going to be another Minlars or Minsure. They got to build a computer system, of course, to to manage it. And that's sure. not gone well with state government. And I'm not blaming people, but it's very difficult when we build these these things from scratch. And and so that's where we're headed with that. And then there's some others. The Office of Cannabis Management for the new marijuana bill, they predict 200 employees to run that new agency. So tons of new employees, because that's what government funds, right? Government, when government grows, it grows with people, with people-intensive you know, organizations. So that's, that's where we're headed. Yeah, and I just think that's... I, I, that number two cre- created some consternation, but but I'll say uh, one thing that really bothers me about this is this point three five, like Social Security, this is a tax on everyone. It's not like you get, it's not like it only taxes people after fifty thousand dollars worth of income or so forth. As I understand it, it's dollar one of wages gets yes. hit the point three five and point three five. And our, our, one of our economists, Martha Jolamoli, has said, I've heard her do this presentation, she explains, because she's an economist and I, I can't, how it's really not going to be the employer paying the seventh or the half, their half. That's going to come out of our side as employees. I mean, as it always does, right? I mean, there'll be less pay for you. There'll be less benefits for you in other areas. I mean, this is, this is that old fallacy that just tax businesses, it won't, it won't impact consumers. Well, of course it will. It always gets passed down, right? 
Right. And 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 here's the part that bothers me and I'll show off my liber- I'll I'll put on my libertarian coat for just a second. If you want paid family leave as an employee and you go to your employer, you can probably find a way to have that negotiated in your contract, right? But right. we're in fact we're in fact giving a one size fits all paid family leave policy to everybody in Minnesota where some people may say, you know what? I don't want paid family leave. I need I need cash. I need I need I need money, but they're not being allowed right. to bargain that way. No, right? I, mean, worse I, yet, I, I find that take, ridiculous. Take the big companies like 3M that have a very generous paid family leave program, but I think it's 10 weeks. So they're not going to be able to do that program. They have to meet all of the requirements of the state program if they want to keep doing theirs. So they're going to have to raise it to 12 weeks or just they'll, they'll get out of the business and say, well, we're paying the tax, so go, uh, go join the state plan. Hey, Bill, you got any more examples like this? I think we should keep you for one more segment if that's okay. Well, we should talk housing and child care, I think. All right, let's do thing. let's let's do let's do that. Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be come back with some me- after these messages. Uh, thanks for staying on with us, uh, Bill Walsh from the Center of the American Experiment here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Winter time has come and gone. The pigeons feeding in the square have flown, but I remember when the vespers chime. You loved me once upon a summer time. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAB for an extra 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAB for 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAB. Come light up a fine cigar and engage in an intimate conversation with me about politics, culture, and public opinion. Dennis Prager inviting you to my first Minnesota Cigar Night presented by Pro-Life Across America. Enjoy hors d'oeuvres, adult beverages, and premium cigars from Minnesota's own Founders Cigar Company benefiting veterans. Cigar Night is Wednesday, August 23rd at Mendicota Country Club, Mendota Heights. Tickets are very limited. Go to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today.
wanna be around to pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart. <laughs> Thank you so much. John, for uh, all of the uh, Tony Bennett bumpers today, uh, Tony Bennett um, passing away yesterday at the age of 96. Uh, still, I'll argue, the uh, greatest singer of the American songbook um, in, in the 20th century. Uh, we're visiting with Bill Walsh here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Bill is communications director for the Center of the American Experiment and trying to help us figure out what the heck happened in, in, in uh, St. Paul this past spring? And, Bill, just so that you know, one of my listeners uh, just tweeted at me that uh, that uh, your Eden Prairie date is Thursday at Fat Pants Brewing, which sounds like ah, quite a – that's a good date, sounds to me. Uh, <laughs> people should – and I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, hoping da- I'm hoping tickets are still available that I'm helping you uh, get some more people in the room here today yeah good thanks i didn't have the site in front of me so good i'm yeah. not doing eden prairie so i don't care you know i'm not going to be there oh. Uh, oh. others others will be others will be filling in we have like i said all of our policy people are out doing the presentation so you kind of get whoever the expert is that day you kind of get their expertise so well well i i will say i think i lucked out getting you because i hadn't seen you in a while so so yeah, uh good, good good deal uh hey bill you said something about you said you wanted to talk about housing policy a little bit is some of the damage that may yeah. have happened uh, in this last legislative session i put on a uh, i i helped put on a a, a, P, a conference here a, a one-day conference at scsu about uh, workforce housing issues um and we all had hopes this was in march and we all had hopes at that time that maybe the legend that people are saying well the legislature will help with this the legislature will help with that doesn't sound like they did did they well, just their approach, their their heart's in the right place. They they understand housing's a problem in Minnesota. But again, it's just the approach. And housing in Minnesota is really expensive uh, relative to other states. And mostly it's expensive because of regulations. Things that we require uh, people to do to build a house uh, in the name of safety, in the name of, you know, again, all all compassionate reasons, but but... Uh, there's limits to this, right? I mean, you probably teach that, you know, sort of the limits to what, what you can do to, and you know, we can make cars safe, you know, if they only drive five miles an hour and have, you know, gold plated armor around them, but we, we, we have trade-offs. So, so what they did in the legislature, they put a billion dollars of that one time surplus into housing. Um, and, and it's, it's like home ownership uh, assistance grants. So I've never understood it. It's like, what is the government role in helping people on housing to, to essentially give some people money to get them into housing. I mean, I remember bought my first house when I was, you know, late 20s, early 30s. It was a small house. You know, it's what I could afford. And then you, you gain some equity, and then you buy a bigger house. And you gain some equity, and you buy a bigger house. And so, the, you know, it's, the struggle continues. But so regulations drive the cost of housing. We don't fix any of the regulations. We don't tell cities, you know, you can't require all these materials and all these you know, things to be built when you do housing developments which means there are no starter homes in Minnesota because no one can afford to do it, which means that it just backs everything up. And then you get into your workforce housing issues. Absolutely. There's just there's nobody building them. Uh, you know, a house in uh, – there was a great study the other, a few years ago. Uh, a builder who builds houses in Hudson, Wisconsin, and Woodbury, Minnesota, separated only by the border. The same house with the same materials built by the same company was $20,000 more in Woodbury than it was in Hudson. Because of the regulations, because of the things they had to do in, in Minnesota. And um, so that's one issue. Child care is very similar. We Child care is very expensive in Minnesota because of regulations in the name of safety. You know, our ratios with, you know, a, a child care provider to a number of kids is much lower than other states, which sounds great. Makes kids safer in a, in a child care. But as, as Tim Plenty once famously said, you know, uh, former Governor Plenty, when he was testifying in Congress on prescription drug prices, trying to import drug price, drugs from Canada at the time, he said this great line, which I've used many times, show me the dead Canadians, you know, show me the dead Canadians in, in the people that are in Canada because of the drugs they're getting uh, on the name of safety with their cheaper prices. And they, they act like child care around the country. People are dying in child care centers everywhere, and they're just not. Our, our level of safety is too high. The cost is too high. Their answer is to pour more money into the system, which drives up the cost for everybody else. So it's a failed system. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I so on the on the housing piece, I I, I remember I we actually had uh, Martha and Joel Amole from your from uh, the Center American Experiment here for that conference, and I think she presented mm-hmm. that Woodbury versus Hudson statistic uh, here, and I so I've heard it before, and it's just shocking. And and I talk to people. I mean, I'm in St. Cloud. I'm not down. I'm not down in the Twin Cities like you, Bill. I'm in, up up here in St. Cloud, and I have builders here in St. Cloud who tell me I can't build a house for less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And and yeah, I could talk about the fact that it's state regulation, but it's even here at the local level. And yes. and how much regulation costs? So that I've got I've got cities. But here, I'll give you just one example. Uh, a guy wanted to build a. 10 unit i think it was 10 or 12 unit apartment building um in one of our one of our cities around here st cloud is basically six cities that that sit you know next to each other right what the one city said said well i have to charge you for 12 hookups to uh to uh, whack and swack to water and and sewer yeah and 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 he's and they went to the other city the other city said it's one building you get charged one yeah. time, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it, you know it's so interesting. It's that those little details that are driving up the cost of housing. And it's again, it gets to me. It gets to me like the paid family leave piece. This is not about increasing the cost of a McMansion. This is the co- this is increasing the cost of a of an apartment building for the person who's making eighteen to twenty dollars an hour just trying to get on their feet in their twenties. You know. You know, I, I I think your kids are a little younger than mine, Bill. But but for our kids, mm-hmm. getting a start, that's what's annoying about this, really. Uh, and the childcare piece is is at the same is the same way. You are you are in fact inducing families to not, and it's not so much you know have one worker stay home, one parent stay home. You're encouraging smaller families by making childcare cost so much. That's the economic right. impact of this, and and right. and, and that, that's, that's why I wanted you to. Yeah, the implications that are terrible. I mean, for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I, I many many years ago, I was in Ukraine, and I was an advisor to the National Bank. The National Bank owns apartments that they give their employees. The hmm. employees can't have second children because the the apartments only have one bedroom. Yeah, and if you and if you want and if you and you can't move, uh, you can't even change jobs because if you change jobs, you have to change apartments. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I th- I get the feeling that's what is happening here. You you unfortunately have increased my blood pressure today, Bill. Uh, <laughs> I I, I mean, I'm more annoyed than I was Thursday night. <laughs> right. <laughs> And we tried to end the presentation with hope. You know, we, we, we do this, you know, the legislative nosedive, but the climb back to sanity. And so we tried to offer some, some policies, and, um, and there were some good things that the legislature did this year. I mean, we, we talked about taxes. They did, they did cut the tax on Social Security for many Minnesotans. Um, there, there was great things done in how we teach reading. There was great prescription drug price, price transparency and how we bring some market forces to health care. So there were some good things that happened, and American Experiment will be ready. Uh, we love our state. We're staying and fighting. We're gonna we're gonna stay and fight for Minnesota, and we'll be ready when the politics changes, uh, when people are interested in good policies on childcare, on housing, on tax reform. We'll be ready uh, to offer that and and, and lend a hand uh, when when people are willing to listen. Yeah. Well, when I was in the legislature, uh, and you were there at the same time, we certainly mm-hmm. saw the center there at this time. Hey, one last point about this: Can you talk about the the landscape for think tanks generally? Not and not even just just conservative think tanks like yours, but just in general, the the it, what feels like a, a almost a vacuum uh, of of interest in in providing policy advice at this time. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little more optimistic, I think, but uh, it's hard because a lot of the, a lot of the money, you know, it takes money to do these things. A lot of the money can get focused very easily on vote for, vote against. Um, you know, that candidate's bad. Let's take them out, or let's do an independent expenditure group, and we're going to affect the election. It's very important, and and people need to do that. Uh, we're more the long term, uh, year after year. Um, uh, we're an education group. We want to change hearts and minds over time. Mm-hmm. So, but our 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 support has grown. Um, our mailing list, our email list grows. Our magazine list grows. 
our fundraising is growing. Um, we, you know, every year we break last year's record. And I would say nationally, too, we're, we're involved in the State Policy Network, which is a national kind of group of, of like-minded think tanks. Uh, I think there's there's health all over the place. And, and, and we're expanding into North Dakota. We have American Experiment North Dakota. Uh, we were um, involved in their school choice fight and some of the other legislative battles going on there. So we've got a new person hired in Fargo. So we see growth and uh, we see um, a need for what we do. Great. Great. Well, thank you, Bill, for your time today. Thanks for the extra the extra bit of time. Uh, AmericanExperiment.org. AmericanExperiment.org. Uh, sign up. Get the, you know, sign up. Uh, get get their information. Uh, their magazine, Thinking Minnesota, is really a must read. Uh, Bill, thank you so much. I hope it won't be so long before I see you again. Yeah, have me anytime. Thanks. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. That's how people are. They laughed at me, warning you. Said it would be hello, goodbye. But oh, you came through. Now they're eating humble pie. They all said we'd never get together. Darling, take a bow. Ho, ho, ho. Who's got the last laugh? He, he, he. Let's have the past laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Who's got the last laugh? Basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Has your heater or air conditioner busted, appliance broken, computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. From Zumbrota to Zambia, and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Stream Twin Cities Business Radio anytime, anywhere at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440 uh, on a uh, 
All Tony Bennett bumpers day. Um, thank you to uh, Bill Walsh from the Center of the American Experiment for sharing some of his Saturday morning with us here. I really appreciate having Bill on. My um, thanks also to, uh, in case I forget at the end of the show, my thanks also to uh, John Berg. Uh, um, the many talented, many titled John Berg uh, <laughs> of, of podcasts and now Salem News Channel. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're working on something. Uh, hold on on that one. Yeah, we're looking. Okay. We're, we're looking towards. Exp- I mean, that's no secret that Salem's expanding everything. So you know, we're looking yeah. to expand some of the things we're already doing and uh, make them available across more platforms and more news to come. And by the way, if you're if you're like me, you live outside of the Twin Cities area, so you can't hear. You can't hear the Biz fourteen forty on your uh, on your uh, local radio dial, and and yes, by God, keep AM radio kept me sane throughout my not only through my childhood, but particularly when I was writing my first book, I would have I would have the one of the AM stations here in St. Cloud on. Oh my gosh, uh, probably from seven at night when I would sit down till one or one thirty in the morning. I used to be able to function on about four and a half hours sleep. No longer can do that, but uh, probably through most of my 30s and 40s, I probably didn't get to bed till 1.30 and I was up at 6 or 6.15 every day. I'm still up at 6.15. I just have to go to bed earlier. But the things to do, right, you can get the podcast by becoming a, a, biz, a biz VIP club member. So you just go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, look for the VIP club banner there, click on that, and you, you get access to all the archives for this show, Money Matters, 10,000 Takes, uh, Real Estate Chalk Talk, the show you hear before mine, uh, which which is fun to listen to uh, and informative. You should probably listen to that as, as well. Or if you're also like me, during the daytime, stream the dang thing. Okay? And if you get one of those smart speakers, I won't let one in my house because I just fear. I'm not sure who's going to be more irresponsible with it my wife or one of the cats but if you are the kind of person who has who has uh, responsible pets and 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 children and and spouses you could probably get one of those smart speakers and just tell it to uh, to first say enable the biz minneapolis the biz minneapolis those are the key words you say that you get it enabled the first time and then just say play and you can play and i i have i have it on during the day here in my office you should have it too Make sure you have you know, I, me. I, I use my because I've got this big old desktop right here. I just stream when I'm here. But uh, if if you're not if you're not in a place where you stream and you just want it around the house, I would say do that. Um, I wanted to talk about God. I want to talk about a lot of the things. Gosh, it's been two weeks since I talked to you guys, and I was going to talk about more stuff. But I actually I actually am encouraged to. Uh, by by a text by a, a mention on a, a response to uh, one of my posts on Twitter, um, I have been fascinated by the the uh, claims lately that uh, Taylor Swift or Beyonce have increased economic activity. And I've seen this, I saw this locally with talk about the, the Swifties descending on, uh, descending on Minneapolis and that somehow that was this big increase in economic activity. Um, and then I saw that the, there was mention of a Beyonce concert in talking about the monthly economic data in Sweden, where, cause I think Beyonce is on a European tour right now. And, and I have to tell you, this falls in the same category as the claims that sports arenas do all these wonderful things for me. And so um, one of my regular commenters, Frank, uh, says, hey, I think one reason why Minneapolis and Minnesota are successful is that they have an active cultural life. We have things like like Taylor, the Vikings, Minnesota Orchestra. They help to explain why everyone in Minnesota has not moved to South Dakota. Well, okay, but that's not the claim that these places are making. The claim these places are making is they actually increase the amount of business that happens around them. And what I had 
what I had linked to was a piece by a guy named Pat Garofalo. And I will say, I'm going to be very clear, this is I don't believe this is the same Pat Garofalo who is the state legislator here in Minnesota. I know that, Pat, and this doesn't look like him. But Federal Reserve, but there was a piece NBC News had published uh, on, uh, uh, you know, earlier this month. Federal Reserve credits Taylor Swift with boosting hotel revenues through her blockbuster Eras tour. Okay, actually, I'd agree with that particular statement. It boosts hotel revenues. And this is the old line that you'll hear me use repeatedly as an economist, uh, quoting uh, Bastiat, uh, Frederick Bastiat. Okay, that which is seen and that which is not seen which was the title of one of his essays. He, okay, and it's a fantastic essay. I should probably repost it. I'll put it, I'll put it into the Twitter feed after the show. That which is seen and that which is not seen. We see the activity in the hotels. We see the activity in the restaurants. What don't we see? We don't see all of the people who can't drive around town. We had to stop an activity we had in the Twin Cities on Taylor Swift weekend because all the people that were there who don't live in the Twin Cities wanted to go home and didn't want to get caught in all of the traffic. So all of the other economic activity that is displaced by people bugging out for Taylor Swift weekend is not being counted when you just talk about the hotel revenues or the restaurant revenues. That is not the point that was being made. Yes, I love the, culture, the, the cultural pieces. I mentioned I went to something at 7 after seeing Bill Walsh's presentation that ended at 6.30. Where did I go? I went to a local park that put on a free concert by the old Meyer Grove Municipal Band, the oldest municipal band in the United States that's been active continuously. Their first year was 1884. Okay? I love listening to that sort of thing. Right? They're not... They're not relying on on state dollars. I know that because they didn't read that stupid disclaimer to say, hey, we got cultural arts money from from the legacy amendment. Nope, they didn't talk about that at all. Culture can be here. And you could talk about culture, but it doesn't necessarily translate into economic impact like that. All right. I think that argument is 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 not well made. And that was the point I was trying to make. Thank you so much for listening. John, thank you for being here as well. We'll be back next week. Uh, it'll be all fed all the time next week on the King Banyan Show on The Biz. For Decisions, decisions, decisions. Retirement is full of them. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys will be talking about some of the decisions that retirees make that they come to regret later. Whether financial, non-financial, or lifestyle decisions, make them wisely because the stakes are high. Al and Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses.
pluses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives by giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life-affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. rwcinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives. Changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. Do you want to make a difference in your community? Volunteer with your local fire department. Operational and non-operational positions are available and training is provided. Anyone can be a volunteer. You just need the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. When your community needs you, will you be there to answer the call? Learn more about volunteering at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. When the markets are down... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.